Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. It's been awesome. I mean, uh, you know, I've said it before since day one. I've been welcome in here. Uh, you know, it's felt like I've been here uh, part of this team for a couple years now. Honestly, every single guy in this room is uh, so welcoming, and uh, you know, it's awesome to to see and uh, be a part of. You know, for me, I'm just going with the same approach to kind of compete and play my game, and uh, you know, try and help this team win. It's, it's really what you dream of, and uh, you know, I was pretty pretty pumped. You got to have high confidence in this league. Uh, you know, you got to be able to trust your ability to make plays because, uh, you know, if you don't have confidence, you're probably not going to be making the right play. And uh, ultimately, that leads to mistakes. But, um, yeah, I mean, my confidence is pretty high right now. You know, you probably take a second or two to uh, kind of soak it all up and, um, you know, realize that you're, you know, you're, you're there. But uh, at the same time, you're, you're there to win a hockey game. So, uh, you know, you got to be dialed in and, uh, you know, ready to go. Zach Benson and the Sabres begin the season 31 hours from right now. Welcome I deleted in. my counter on my phone. Welcome into Sabres Live. I can assure you it's colder inside than outside today, and that means this rink is dialing it down temperature-wise so they can turn it up tomorrow when the Rangers come in for the season opener, Marty. This is actually a very fitting starting place to talk. Do you know why? Why? Because what was their biggest downfall last year? Not winning enough at home. Well, so it yeah. has to start here with Benson and company. How does it change? This might end up being the biggest question of the year. How do they get better at home? The early season schedule has a heavy dose of home games yes. here at KeyBank. And I think, based on the optimism in this town, they look. fans would look at the schedule and say, hey, there's no reason for this team not to come out of the blocks here and establish themselves how, right. So what do you think of that? How do they look better at home for me is that they play better defensively at home. And that's the focus point. In the I watched all three games last night. Right? Why was Pittsburgh bad? Because Chicago had their way in the offensive zone for the better part. Of, and, and, and Chicago defended. Like, they're not. Chicago's not that great a team right now, but they defended. Mrazek was good. They defended. They get a, they get a win. Uh, Vegas. I mean, Seattle had nothing. Nothing. Vegas. They had a lot of shot attempts. They had shot attempts. But I, I could 
maybe there was four or five saves Aiden Hill made that I'm like, good save, good save, yeah. and you need that. By the way, his gear is way better than Logan Thompson's. I don't know what Thompson was the, thinking the, this year. The color is off on Logan Thompson's gear. Aiden's gear. look amazing. Aiden like when he came great. out of the shoot, it was yeah. like, oh, this He's is fantastic. He's got the new uh, through hazardous uh, line, which Ooh, Eric hazardous, Comrie, like hazardous, yeah. which Eric Comrie has as well. So it does look really good. But but again, it's it's how you defend it. Early in the season, we're going to hear that all the time. Oh, goals are up, right? Compared to last year, goals are up. It's early in the season. Their their defense hasn't caught up. Well, the teams that can guess what? It stayed up all year last year. So don't 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 expect the drop. We're we're in a new world now. Save percentage was down to a what is it? Uh, As low as it was since the first year after the lockout. Uh, Yeah, but even I mean, we saw a lot of reference points last year, going back to ninety five, ninety six, which was uh, one of the bigger offensive seasons by the Penguins. So you had a lot of those individual stories being connected to that era. But yeah, you're typically right. Ninety six was the safe percentage last year, which was. We used to see it in the nine ten nine twelve range. Yeah, that's a big difference. Well, but you're and, right. and you're a guy that still likes to go into a season believing that if you can get close to nine twenty, like you're you're going to be. And it, if it as proved, a team, it proved to be get, last year with Boston, right? If so. as a team you can get nine ten to nine fifteen, yes, you're above the average. But but defending for me is going to be the big point of emphasis at the start of the season. That's what I noticed when I watched last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know from. Tampa, Nashville, the early game, mm-hmm. it was 1-1, right? And then Nashville took a 2-1 lead, but then it all unraveled in the third period. Why? Special teams really put you over the top early on. But 5-on-5, five five, there was no room. There was very little space for uh, anybody to uh, to be able to take a step forward. So is that what the Sabres are going to have their mindset? like they did in the last 10 games of the last season? Mm-hmm. Or is it, uh, no, you know, we want to outscore our problems, which is great because it makes them exciting. But they have the talent to be able to outscore certain problems. If they focus on their team defense, I think we're all good. So that's the focus for me in uh, tomorrow night's game and in the first month of the season. Sabres have nine games in the month of October. Mm-hmm. It, it is a very important month to set the season uh, standard for the team. Tage will turn 26 right before uh, the calendar flips to November. How many goals will he have in October? Oh, in nine games, I will say, I, okay, I'm going to be conservative It's going to be here. this kind of day, just so you know. I love it. I love it. I'm going to be conservative here when I think of Tage Thompson in the month of October. I'm going to say he's going to have four goals in the month oh of October. Gosh. Which, four and nine would be on pace for almost 40. Okay. Right? And you look at last season. We're not talking about Will Borgen here. I'm going to go seven. Okay. Okay. Well, what was Tage last year at the start of the season? It took a while for Tage Thompson to get going. I remember it was a Chicago game. Where it he, didn't take anybody any time to get going. They see Darlene scored in every game. Okay, that the, was the, Rasmus Darlene. The, the, the club was on a heater. Alex Tuck had a massive out. Yeah, I, I get it. Like his maybe Tage's goals weren't, uh, you know, on the pace that they eventually would become, yes. which had him on a sixty goal pace. But it wasn't for a lack of points. So no, it wasn't anyway. for like a point. But I think like goals. You're asking me about I goals, know, so I'm going to say four and nine. What do you got? What do I got? Last year. And uh, the Chicago game was game eight. So in the first seven games. And, and the he, Detroit game. What do you mean Chicago? Columbus, you mean? 
No, the Chicago game was game eight here in Buffalo. He had one goal in seven, yeah. and then he scored two against Chicago. And then, and then right. the next game, he scored three against Detroit, right. one against Pittsburgh. He had six in three games, but he scored only one in the first seven. Mm-hmm. So that's what it took him a little while. Okay. And I remember Don so, Granado saying he was a little frustrated, Tage was, right. that he wasn't getting the, the goals that he had started to produce the year before. He still ends up mm-hmm. with over 40 last year, which is great after a slow start. So I'm going to say four out of nine would be perfect. Okay, what uh, projection do you have for the team in the month of October? In the month of October, I want the team to have, I'm going to say 11 and a half points would be my like standard. So I'm going to say 11 points out of... Uh, eight games? Eight. It, is, there's a ninth game. We don't have it on the screen, but there's a game before the end of the month. Um, they play Colorado on... Well, why the, are we uh, not building calendars properly in the graphics department right now? That, that's what I'd like to know. Because uh, we have a, uh, um, what is it, the bottom line, like a, a bar at the bottom that kind of hides the bottom of the cal- calendar. So there's nine games. I am going to say if they go 5-3-1, and one, mm-hmm. that's 11 points, I'd be very happy with that. 12 and over, I'd be so happy with. Mm-hmm. So 5-3-1, and one, what do you say? Uh, oh, I think they can be better than that. I think six two and one is uh, okay. Is so the, six two is, and one is thirteen points. Yeah. Anything over? I said eleven and a half. Eleven and a half and more. I'm happy. Eleven let and me, a half and let under. Let me put my I'm goathead cheaters on here. Hang on. Which, by the way, I still have not gone to the uh, pick up my glasses and the season starting. How does this look, years. everyone? Is this good? <laughs> my eyes look nice and big for everybody yeah, now. Yeah, That's I know. Good. Um. Hmm. Are you going game and, by game? I'm just I'm just making sure that six two and one is not unrealistic. Uh, yeah, I think six two and one's good. Okay, so five three and one. If you go, okay. By so the way, how was the hockey last night? Hockey was. Uh, it, it, you know what? It was good. It was fun to see some hockey. It was actually so. If you watched the games last night, you saw a different level of pace in the late game. The Vegas Golden Knights showed me last night that they could repeat. They could definitely repeat. I'll say, since we are a show about predictions, they will repeat. Okay, yeah. I, I wasn't sure. I'm like, okay, this is going to be one where, you know, they, they lost a big piece in Rally Smith, and they, you know, is their goaltending, like they're going with their Aiden choice, Hill. Though. It was their choice. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, because they knew they could. Yeah, and, and remember the guy that they latched on to then gave the money to was Barbashev, yeah, and he, he scored. He scored, and it was – Beautiful pass by Braden McNabb. Mm-hmm. A long Eric Carlson type of breakaway pass. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but for me, I looked at Vegas and I said, out of the six teams that played last night, they had much more pace than anybody else. And isn't it funny because you were saying that same thing about Vegas at the end of the preseason. In the in preseason that game against, against Colorado. Colorado. Absolutely. Yes. I'm like, but Colorado had the pace and Vegas had the pace. So it mm-hmm. makes, And Seattle wasn't bad. They just ran into like what I say is a Vegas team that is – uh, you know, a, a level above right mm-hmm. now. So that's interesting. Oh, by the way, because I Man, mentioned what Brady about, McNabb. I mean, no, but what about the whole ceremony? I mean, my goodness, like the unveiling of the banner. The In way a slot it, machine? Oh, like, Which is... Win, 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 win. That's all this franchise does. Everything they do to produce content and reaction, and now they're, cha- they're champs. Like, man, they don't miss on much. And Not they, only... They, 
and they've been bold. They, I know. They've Not only all the time. they're bold and they do it right, it was a quick ceremony. Yeah. And you know what? If you're a player in that locker room, you're, you're, your mindset is we won last year. Now we want to win again this year. We don't want to do a 25-minute, 30-minute ceremony and then come out sluggish or whatever. Let's get on the ice. Mark Stone has the cup. And then the announcer says, Mark Stone, now plays the cup on the table and spin the wheel. It was like, quick, let's go, right? And he spins the wheel. He's got the three cups. The banner comes out. Team picture, boom, it's over. Yeah. Love that. Love that because I remember as a player, you'd go into some buildings and sometimes your own building, and the ceremonies would take forever. And you'd feel a little sluggish coming out. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Vegas did it perfectly last night. So that was awesome. I just want to tell people, we are going to play a little game here later in the show. Okay? <laughs> I've already mentioned one name that I think will be a factor in this game. but I have are, two, I think. We are going to play a game. Where it's kind of like a new version of newlywed game. Like, how well do you know your partner? It, it is right? very much a new version of the, the newlywed game. Is the five players that Duffer mentions the most often on this show that I'm going to guess, and we're going to have fun with that, and the five players I mention the most on the show, and Duffer <laughs> will guess those guys, and we're going to have fun with that. So it will be kind of the new game. I think the first name that I mentioned that I attach to you, I think you're going to die laughing. I really do. I think it's ridiculous, and it's very specific, but yeah, the we'll get there. The first name that I will mention, the, like, is, when, I forgot like, about him last night. I woke up. This morning, I'm like, it's going to be a great day. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot this guy. And I wrote it down on a piece of paper right away. It's funny how sometimes it comes uh, in your mind like in, when you least expect it. Yes. Okay. Well, so last night we saw the first two-goal lead disappear in the NHL this season. Pittsburgh owned that. We saw the first unsucked challenge on the NHL box score. Yes. And that is uh, – that was more, to that make is it more, to nothing. That is more commonly known as an unsuccessful challenge. It's just the abbreviation on the game sheet yeah. still leaves one wondering what actually happened. There were multiple. It's not an unsuck challenge because if you unsuck, it's because you're good, right? It should say suck challenge because your coach blew the challenge. That's what it should say. We saw multiple leads disappear in the Nashville-Tampa game. Yes, we saw. Miraculously slash mysteriously, the first penalty shot called. Uh, I don't mind the call. Oh. We can talk about it a little bit more. But I don't mind saw... the call either, other than the fact you're never going to see it called for the rest of the year because it happened in the slot and the guy wasn't even in the clear. Like it wasn't a full on breakaway. That's okay. the problem. There's and no consistency in that. That is exactly my point. Is I don't mind that being called a penalty shot when um, uh, Hagel with mm-hmm. Tampa Bay was in a prime scoring chance, was alone, got hooked. Well, hang on a second. Are, are we alone right now? We are alone with a lot of people watching. Because this is about how close to Hagel Shen was the whole time. Yes. So he was never truly alone. Well, he was alone. Um, he was in the clear, in my opinion. Shen came in and grabbed him. And, and the definition of a penalty shot doesn't have to be you have to be from the blue line in by yourself. It doesn't have to be you have to be from the red line in by yourself. It is a player having a opportunity to score by himself and then being taken down or fouled upon. And this, to me, was... A good penalty shot to work. Now, here's the diff- the reason why a lot of people would disagree with that is because it never gets called. 
So if you're going to set the standard now and say that's a penalty shot, then call it throughout the whole season. I actually saw a call last night in a different game that I'm like, well, that should be a penalty shot, and it was not called. It was called a slashing on the play, and it was a clear breakaway, maybe even more. See, so, that's frustrating but to me. Here's the other thing, Duffer. So people are going to say, oh, yeah, but you don't want to give out penalty shots left and right because that's going to change the game. Okay. How many <laughs> penalty shots were there last season in the NHL? I won't even make you guess. I'll give you the answer. There was 40. 50. Okay. How many scored? A third. 15. Mm-hmm. So that is 30%, about a third. Okay. So Tampa Bay last night can have Brendan Hagel go on a penalty shot, which is a 30% success rate, or go on the power play, which last season Tampa on the power play was 25.4. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I actually, and- as a goaltender, if I am uh, Nashville and I have UC Soros in a game where it's 2-2, mm-hmm. and Nick Paul just scored on the power play, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Give him the penalty shot. I trust UC Soros to make that save. Mm-hmm. And he actually was bad on that penalty yeah, shot that because he gave tough. up way too much room. But it's also, you know, you have to give a little bit of credit to Hagel in that once goal scorers get their touch, they earned some bounces, and Hagel became a 30-goal guy last year, Ooh. and he was buzzing around like he typically buzzes around last night. And... The Tampa power play went two for five, so it ran 40% and scored on the penalty shot so, last night. And so, that was the three goals they scored yeah. in the um, okay. third period. So they went, they tied it at two at a power play goal, Nick Paul. Penalty shot made, made it 3-2. Uh, power play goal made it 4-3. Mm-hmm. That's how they won the game. Okay, so since we're still, I really want to get past this and yeah. get it back on the rails here for the Sabres. The only disappointment of last night was that my fearless prediction of two-goal Tommy Novak didn't happen and should have happened with three minutes and ten seconds left after blistering one short side earlier. Yes. Novak was all alone in front. How he panicked in front of Jonas Johansson in that moment, I don't know. But I thought for sure he was going to have it tied up and have a two-goal game and we were going to be tied at four. In the end, Novak was stickless and embarrassed by Kucherov to close out the game into the empty net, which leads us to the next Sabre prediction. How many empty net goals will they score this year on the heels of a team record 15 empty net goals last season? We saw an empty netter in each game last night. This is important because what do empty net goals do? They tend to guarantee victories, which is what we're looking for more of here this year. And the way we saw the empty net goals were, well, Kucherov was with a second left. Mm -hmm. By the way, did somebody at ESPN not realize that their uh, score bug, the time on the clock was wrong? When Kucherov got the puck over the blue line, Mm -hmm. it said 1.2 seconds, and the the clock stopped, and then he took a step and shot it in. Correct me if I'm wrong. When Tommy Novak scored... Did the bug not say eighth season? Oh, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, eighth season. I'm in like, dude hockey. doesn't even play 100 games. Like, <laughs> Well, if you count his junior seasons, he's definitely got eight seasons. But So Kucherov was late. Uh, Foligno, oh, he looked when, up. Remember when, Ve- remember when ESPN took over, though, and they had the wrong abbreviation for Vegas? Oh, yeah. Veg. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Foligno scored an empty netter. He basically uh, missed on the first try and got it on the second try, but yep. he was looking to score that empty netter. Yes. And Jack Eichel scored an empty netter from 165 feet away. He looked up and was like, you know what? I don't care if I'm icing this. I'm going to shoot. So you're saying Sabres empty net goals prediction. 
Last year was a season, uh, a team high. Franchise record. Franchise record, 15. 15. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 13. Oh, boo. But the Devils led the league with 19 last year, and uh, I'll say it again because it rings true. If the Sabres are able to lead the league in empty netters, they will, in fact, make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. And I'm saying 13, and I want to put a positive spin on it. I think they will be in more situations this year where uh, the other team is not going to pull their goalies. So because they will have a two- or three-goal lead, and the other teams may say, all right, we're not pulling the goalie in that situation. So I think that will happen more often. I don't think that. I mean, don't you find that they pull anyway nowadays? They pull all the time. But sometimes there's a little bit more... Well, urgency to get that empty net goal. Just for, there's not. for the record, last year, the Devils led the league with 19 empty netters. Obviously, they made the playoffs. Teams between the Devils and the Sabres. Minnesota made it. L.A. made it. Tampa, Dallas, Florida, Boston, the Rangers, Edmonton, the Islanders, Seattle. All oh, playoff man. teams. Actually, it you is know, my, my, almost the truest statement you can make. My thinking doesn't oh. even make sense. If the Sabres are up by two or three, they're going to go for more empty net goals. That's they right. would have to be tied and go to overtime to have less empty net goals, and I don't want that to happen. So I am going to change my prediction, and I'm going to go to 17. Okay. Uh, we have random questions crazier predictions all of them available for you to chime in at sabers live as well we've already done a thompson prediction for the month of october marty thinks he'll score four times i think he'll score seven in this opening calendar month okay marty believes the team is going five three and one in the first nine i say six two and one john suggests that donnie wins the jack adams if we make the playoffs I think that's probably a fair assumption, right? That he would, would at the very least be a finalist, yeah. barring some other miraculous historic NHL season like we saw from Boston last from year. Jim Montgomery and the Boston Bruins last year. Yeah, I think, look, it's pretty easy before the season to say if Ottawa makes the playoffs, that, playoffs, that means Z.J. Smith may be in the running for that. If Buffalo make the playoffs, that means Don Granado would be in the running for that. Um, I think those are pretty easy observations the making of the playoffs is the hardest part here uh but we all know what don granado has been able to build um hey you know as simple as this the over under on the sabers this year is 92 and a half points so says who says uh most of the bookies uh most of the the sports betting websites out there so i don't want to say which one because i don't know which one we're like you wanna, don't want to give proper sponsor. attribution. Well, they're all the same, but like the Your league journalistic is, integrity is not. Uh, lining well, the up league here. is like you know with um, I think it's uh, DraftKings, and then we do FanDuel, and there's a, there's so many different ones. So I'm gonna stay away from it. Although I mentioned two right there. Oh, Owen is saying uh, Paterka for 25 goals plus. Um, you buy it? I am going to say no. And the reason is, is J.J. Paterka gets a ton of good looks, just um, doesn't have the finishing touch. And maybe he will develop that, mm-hmm. and maybe he will get there. He reminds me a lot of Jochen Hest in the way that Yo-Yo would get all these looks, hit the post, hit a stick, hit, miss the net by an inch or whatever, and at the end of the day, you'd be like, how did you not score in that play? I think J.J. Paterka... Uh, has the same kind of feel, not just because they're both Germans, mm-hmm. just because they feel the same when they get those opportunities. I don't think you'd have made that comparison if they didn't share the same passport. I, I, 
I think, you know, more than not, anything. Not that they share the same individual passport. No, more you know the same thing. And this, hey, listen, if I'm wrong on this, please hit me over the head, Duffer. I think it's more that they both shoot left. Okay. And they both have that same look. Like when mm-hmm. they release the puck, they're very wide. Mm-hmm. They don't release it in tight. They, they release it from a little further out. And mm-hmm. Jochen Hess was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think of guys that get those looks coming in the left side, I think of Yo-Yo as well, uh, a lot. Okay, well, um, as far as uh, we are concerned, this is, uh, you know, it's one of the most exciting days of the year, right? Like, we, uh, we are on the cusp of the season opening. The NHL regular season began last night, and, um, you know, we're, I, I don't know. I, there are so many questions, Yeah. but the last practice just finished behind us here. So all I can think of is what are they thinking? Right well, now, it, it, I mean, Casey Mills, that was on the ice today. So that's yeah. important to notice that he was there. They worked on the power play a lot. Um, again, when you, I joked, I'm like, I think our penalty kill is trying to give our power play confidence going mm-hmm. into this season because they were really, um, you know, dialed in. The penalty kill was and the power play struggled. But um, it's it just, you know, it's a practice. And maybe they were putting more emphasis on the penalty kill than on the power play in the way that they had their system. Um, but, yeah, I... I I think in the locker room today, it feels like any other day. You're excited about tomorrow. The one thing that's different is that you come back to your locker room and they're already setting up the lights. They're setting up everything that's going to happen tomorrow mm-hmm. for you know the player introductions and all of it. That feels different. There's maybe a little bit more media in the room, which was the case yesterday. There was a ton of media. Blue. The Sabres pup was in the room as well, and the players were loving that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? When the door closes, I think it's the same feeling. Tomorrow it feels different, but today it feels the same. Got any predictions as to what Razor is going to bring to the broadcast this year? Oh, color. I think that's what Razor does best. Um, but I do feel that, you know what? I did listen There's our director in the background, Matt Gould. What do you think Razor's going to bring to the broadcast this year? Anything? Matt's coming into the (laughs) shot here. Do you want to see it on the air? Surprises for you guys that I can't begin to describe. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, Well, good. I'm excited about that. That's a perfect tease because Rob Ray is next here on Sabres Live. Maybe he'll uh, take it a little step further. We're back after this. WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.